What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. And today we'll be going over week, was it week eight now? Week eight predictions of the NFL season. We are in an old season. We'd be halfway to uh to to the finish but we still have a week uh, we still have a week to go before we uh before we actually get there but this is going to be a fun week of football there are a lot of exciting games we got Halloween weekend as well to top it off but without the way we'll get into the Thursday night game it is a great game winner takes uh takes control of the NFC right now uh, as the Packers at the Arizona Cardinals, Houston, who do you have? Hmm. I've got the Cardinals. Um, simply because uh, with what's going on with the Packers receivers due to the COVID stuff, um, that's going to be a, a pretty big uphill climb. Obviously, Devontae Adams is big, but you've got Alan Lazard going on there as well. Um, I think they lose their defensive coordinator as well to that uh, to the COVID reserve list. So I just it's going to be hard for the Packers to really get a lot of offense going. You know, I know Aaron Rodgers really locks into his his guys with uh, you know Devontae Adams or Jordy Nelsons of old or Donald Drivers and Greg Jennings and all those kind of guys, right? Like when he has guys that he trusts, he puts it to them. Uh, when he doesn't. Um, you know, we'll see, right? I think Aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy that can elevate other receivers. But, I mean, um, Valdez Scatling has a, has been is on IR. You've got Lazard out. You've got um, Adams out. It's just going to be an uphill climb. And, and, and Randall Cobb is not what he used to be. Um, so, it's not like Randall Cobb is going to go off and, like, look like Randall Cobb from, like, 2015 or something like that. It's just not realistic. Uh, they're going to have to really control this game on the ground, in my opinion, if they want to win. Um, they're going to have to allow Aaron uh, Jones to really uh, control this game. Um, and then, uh, especially with the Cardinals, man, like, you know, Chandler Jones, um, this is just kind of like his MO, right? Like, I mean, he has, like, huge splash games, and then he can kind of get quiet, right? And, you know, he's been quiet since week one. He hasn't had a sack since week one, uh, which is crazy because, like, when you start off with five sacks, you're like, man, it did he break the record? And there's not even it's not it's not gonna happen. So uh, and also the fact that JJ Watt is now out for the season. Um that's a big blow as well. With the leadership, the ability, you know, he's been playing well too. Um that's gonna be a big blow to the, that defense. But I just really think the pack the Packers don't have enough firepower um to get uh, to compete with Arizona and and what they have going on in that offense. I mean, we all know, we've seen it the past seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think they're going to be able to the, to compete with them. Uh, and I see it being like a 34-20, 34-17 kind of game. Like, I see it, again, being another dominating game for Arizona. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't see it, I don't see it like that. I think, uh, I think it's going to be close no matter what. But I got, I got Arizona win this one. I, like you said, I think there's – uh, yes, J.J. Watt's out, but there's more critical people out for Green Bay. And I think that's that's the issue right now is uh, is I think I think there's too many people out like you talked about. There's not enough firepower on the offensive side for Green Bay. Um, and Arizona's just been clicking. Uh, even with uh, – 
They've had some bad games, but they haven't had the best offense, but they also haven't had the best defense in some of the games. And right. so they've been able to win in various ways, which you love to see a team do that. We, we uh, Patriots did that all the time during their dynasty, but yeah, you know it's it's a it's that's a Super Bowl caliber team when you're able to win in that many ways. But Arizona is just they, they've been on a roll right now. I got to see them lose before I start picking against them, and especially against the Green Bay team that plays a lot of close games, more close games than what they should. They played down to their competition, or uh-huh. have been playing down to their competition this season. Um, and I just, like, Arizona doesn't do that, and I haven't seen them do that this year. And it's, it, But this game's going to be a funny game. It's going to come down to the wire. Uh, maybe a game-winning field goal by Matt Prater, but it's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it, this is a game that everybody probably needs to turn needs to tune into. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a bit this but, yeah, I haven't been this excited since the uh, Arizona-Green Bay uh, in, uh, NFC Division around game with uh, Carson Palmer and all that. That was, that was one of the most exciting playoff games. And hopefully we get as of exciting, um, you know, Thursday night game that we did there. And both of them were in the desert, too, so it should be fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, we'll move on here to uh, NFC South matchup. We got Carolina. At the Atlanta Falcons, and you know I got Atlanta in this one. I just Carolina's just been on a downhill trek here, and I just don't. I don't know. Atlanta does have the defense to get them back on track, but I don't know. Atlanta's offense is just too good for me right now. In the way just Carolina's playing right now, I just don't see where they're going to get better at because. They're still making the same mistakes that they did in their first loss. You know, maybe like you see a team get on a losing streak, but you see them maybe getting incrementally or in, in or incrementally better. There we go. Uh, throughout the course of that process, and you see them come away with a big win, and maybe they go back on the winning streak. Carolina, I really haven't seen them get better at much since they started losing, and that's concerning to me. Uh, and Atlanta, you know, both teams are trending in the opposite direction. Atlanta's on a winning streak. Carolina's on a losing streak. And that's a huge problem for me. And, you know, that's, that's the reason I'm picking Atlanta right now. Yeah, no, I've got Atlanta as well. Um, I think Atlanta's on a roll right now. I think you've got the Panthers that are reeling. Uh, this is a very important, important game for the Panthers if they want to salvage this season. And get back on track. I mean, they're not completely done yet. They're only three and four, but I mean, four straight losses is, is never a good thing. And when you're facing a team that's won three of the last four in Atlanta, um, you know you're you're going to get a clash of momentum in that situation. I think the Falcons are going to be able to. I think it'll be a high scoring game. I think it's going to end up being like thirty three thirty, like a last second field goal kind of game. And and I think Kyle Pitts is really starting to come into his own. Ridley starting to get healthy and back. Matt Ryan's looking phenomenal. And uh, I think they think they really have a shot um, to push for a wild card spot with how good their offense is, despite uh, the woes on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we'll move We'll move um, to Buffalo or Miami at Buffalo. Keep this one very short and sweet because the last couple of times, like, I'm not even going to get into it. It feels like they've outscored them like 200 to zero in the last two games. It's like it's been it's been that bad of a matchup and at, like Buffalo just has their number. Miami this season just hasn't looked good like a competent football team. Uh, 
And like last week was the most they've looked like a competent football team this season. Uh, but the Buffalo Bills are just on a they're in, they're in another galaxy right now, and it, it's not even close. I'm, I'm going with the Bills in this one. I don't think it's gonna be a good game to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got the Bills as well, man. I, I Again, I agree with you, man. It's going to be a blowout. They're favored by 13 and a half points, which is just so stupid. Like, that's so insane. Uh, it's so disrespectful, gonna... too, to a, another NFL team that you that you have that. No, absolutely. And, I mean, I think I Bills are going to blow them out. Um, I would take that line, honestly. I, I think the Bills are going to win by three, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, number, number one defense in the NFL, number one um, – quarterback probably right now in the NFL and uh, Josh Allen with the way he's playing and leading this team um, yeah man I don't see anything stopping the uh, the Bills against the Dolphins mm, it says according to ESPN here it's, it says it's going to rain so we'll keep, that, an, eye, we'll keep, we'll keep an eye on that's it not gonna, that's not going to bother Josh Allen yeah that's what I'm saying I, was like, I, don't, seem to make a, I, don't, I don't think that's going to make a difference because I still think Miami's going to be the one that makes more mistakes in this game if it turns into a rain game like that. But we'll get into Pittsburgh at Cleveland, AFC North divisional matchup. Houston, who you have in this one? Who just have? I couldn't understand you. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. I have got – man, this is a hard one for me, and I've went back and forth on it actually. Um. I'm gonna have to ride with the with the Browns. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with them. I'm gonna have to ride with them uh, just for the simple fact. I think they're a better football team than the Steelers. I think offensively, even if Case Keenum starts offensively, I trust them more than the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it's gonna be a slugfest, but ultimately, I think the the Browns end up winning probably like twenty four fourteen. I think Nick Chubb gets going this week. He's starting. Uh, I think um, you got Dearness Johnson. Backing him up, uh, who's going to have a you know another good game? I, I feel like you know as a backup, especially um, Cleveland's defense is uh, second in the NFL, and I mean against this offense, I mean I, I think they're going to have a field day. I think Miles Garrett's probably going to get a couple sacks, continue to add to his resume, get the Browns back in good standing at five and three, um, and, and really get them on a, on a stretch that uh, that is possible for them. Um, to really start um, getting control of this season again, because uh, I mean we all thought Cleveland was probably going to be six and one, five and two with the situation, uh, and then then have a chance to go seven and one or six and two, and, and really be one of those top elite teams. But they've had struggles, and I want to see them be able to beat a team in the Pittsburgh Steelers that you know is going to come prepared, that you know is a good football team, um, and that you know is going to play them super super tough, especially because of the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get Cleveland too. Uh, you know, if you look at uh, Pittsburgh, they they let up uh, like four point three yards a carry, and uh, I think that's going to be a. Uh, I think that's going to be a huge factor in this game. I think time of possession, like the ex- exactly what they did to uh, Denver uh, Thursday night last week. I think it's going to run the ball, uh, chew the clock in this game, allow Case Keenum not to lose it for him is what they're going to do. Uh, and then that defense, like you talked about, the defense is just so good this year. I don't see a Pittsburgh offense that has played like this go, uh, playing up more than like 14 or 17 points on, on this Cleveland defense. I don't see I don't see that. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. It's going to be a boring game. 
But it's going to be a game that's going to be a very important game when it comes to playoff time, especially with the Browns and how they're playing right now. So this is going to be this is an important game. It might not be the most fun to watch, but it's a very important game, and I'm picking Cleveland too with it, bro. So yeah, so yeah, we'll move on to the 49ers versus my Bears. Uh, I'm picking the 49ers with this one. I just I just don't trust where this where this Bears team is at right now. You know, two straight losses against you know two really good opponents, but two straight losses. And but I just don't like the coaching. It, my whole thing's been the coaching with the Bears. It's the defensive coordinator uh, Sean Desai, phenomenal. Yeah. We, we go to the offensive side of the ball. It's the clear opposite. It's it's uh it's a dog taking the crap. That's what it is. It's terrible. It's it's awful. It's you don't want to see it. It's it's. I don't know how it functions. I don't know how the Bears have three wins right now. I couldn't tell you, especially over a team like the Raiders. Uh, you know, I think I think this game is going to be close, but you know, I just don't see enough firepower from the Bears. You know, and you can say the same thing about San Francisco too to pull out the win, but it's it's going to be a slugfest of a game. That for sure, and yeah. I, I think San Francisco is going to win that slugfest. Our slugfest. I just, I just think they got a little bit better players on their side of the ball and a lot better coaching. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I got the 49ers as well. It's it's been a it's, again. It's one of those games that it's kind of like the Steelers um, and the Browns in the sense of you got two good teams, you got two good defenses, you got um, two teams that are kind of struggling right now that honestly have playoff caliber rosters. I mean, if you want to look at the 49ers, a Super Bowl caliber roster. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think 49ers offense has got a little bit more firepower. They're going to be able to. Push the ball down the field a little bit better. They're going to be able to um, take advantage of those things. Whereas we've yet to see it with Justin Fields in that offense. We've yet to see Matt Nagy be able to um, get this game, uh, get this entire game plan going in the right direction. Now, is he out for Sunday, Matt Nagy, with COVID? You cut out a little bit, bro. I was saying, is Matt Nagy out this Sunday with COVID? So we'll get to see. Uh, I don't know who's. Do you know who's taking over as the head coaching duties? Uh, let me see real quick. Let me look this up real quick. Let me see Bears. Uh, head coach versus forty nine zero. So it looks like. Oh, awesome! It is Chris Tabor, our special teams coach. I like him a lot. Smart. That's a good decision. Yeah, uh, Matt Nagy can. I, can I just don't. Hopefully, we do have a good game. That means we could. It, we we don't need Matt Nagy. He's become more and more useless as the season's gone on. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, it is what it is. I just don't. Uh, the, the the for me, this Bears team has just been. You know, I wasn't expecting big things from them. I was expecting better things from them. And last week showed me it's. Still going to be the same problem, same situation that you were you've been dealing with for the past two seasons. Right. It's just I don't know. I, for me, and as a Bears fan, I'm very underwhelmed by this. It's very, it seems very underwhelming. The defense is everything I hoped it would be. The offense, 
is everything I hoped it not be. Yeah. And then some. So, but yeah, you will move on to the Titans and the Colts, Houston. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move on to the Titans and the Colts. I'll let you take your team first, Houston. I'm, look, I'm, again, I'm going to try to be different this year. I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm not going to try to be pessimistic about every game. Um, the Titans and the Colts usually split, uh, split, and, you know, the Titans have already got that one game on the Colts, and it was kind of an ugly game uh, that the Titans controlled. Colts just didn't get a lot of things going. Um, it was probably the Colts' worst game of the season. Um, I know, you know, you're not. they had the game where they allowed the Ravens to come back and all that kind of jazz, but I think it was the Colts' worst game of the season against the Titans. But I'll say this about the Colts. They're getting healthy at the right time. And Quentin Nelson's coming back. You've got Chris Reed at right guard now instead of Mark Golinski. You've got Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, Marlon Mack in the backfield. Um, Carson Wentz is starting to finally look healthy and finally look comfortable back there. Michael Pittman's emerging. Um, the defense, although they have some injuries, and this is the thing, right? This is the thing that, as a Colts fan... And just as a, as a football observer, like, you know, this is one thing you got to keep an eye on. Like, the Colts usually do a pretty good job of containing Henry for the most part. I mean, Henry usually has a couple of big runs here and there. But for the most part, the Colts do a really good job of containing Derrick Henry. I, I think that's one of the best things. They're one of the better teams at doing it. And probably because they see him twice a year, they, they just get more preparation for him. Mm-hmm. But my, my big thing with the Colts defense is are they going to allow those big shots to take it down the field? I mean, we saw, even in the rain, we saw a drive that was three plays, three passing plays from the 49ers. And um, just, I mean, they just went right down the field, three plays, 70 yards, scored a touchdown, like mm-hmm. crazy. And and so that that's, that's, the, that's the fear you have if you're the Indianapolis Colts. Like, do these Titans take advantage of the fact that we're going to key in on Derrick Henry and that um, they're going to, like, say, okay, and then heavy play action, heavy play action, and get these young or inexperienced or older um, defensive backs, um, you know, to bite on things. Now, I think Xavier Rhodes and uh, Rocky Center are supposed to be healthy for them, so that's good for the Colts' corners. But safety-wise, you hit a couple deep posts with, with Julio or A.J. Brown, this game starts to get, starts to get a little bit ugly. And uh, the, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, honestly, at the end of the day. I think this is going to get into one of those, like, 30-30 versus 30 kind of games where, like, a field goal is going to win or, like, one big defensive play is going to seal the game kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I've got the Colts. I've got the Colts doing this because I, they need it. They need this win. And um, I just don't see the Colts losing twice to the Titans. I know the Titans are good, but we've seen them lose to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I know, I know, the, but, but they and they beat a bad Chiefs team right now. They beat a Chiefs team that is not playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, look, uh, you know, they 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 were able to beat uh, the Bills, right? And like, okay, that's a that's a great win, right? Um, but you know, I'm, I'm not as sold on Tennessee as everybody else is. Uh, I, I, there's still some issues they have on their team, and uh, and we'll see if they could be consistent going into this game against Indianapolis. Yeah, and for me, I just – I got Indianapolis in this one. I think it's going to be a little bit different game. I think it's going to be more of a lower-scoring lower game. But, yeah, like you said, I just – for me, Indiana – or Indiana, Indianapolis, 
has uh, they've been really good. Uh, the, these last couple of weeks, they've been really good all season. You know, they haven't come up with the wins against the Rams and then, you know, against the Ravens like they should have. But they've been really good. They could easily be, have the same record as the Titans right now. And the thing is, they were, you know, a couple plays away, maybe a couple people being healthy away from beating the Titans so a couple weeks ago. And, right. you know, they're he- like you said, they're healthy right now. They're playing really good football. They're streaking right now, which is what you want to see. They had a very, they had, a, I think they had a dominant win in a rain game over the 49ers. To me, that that was a more, that was a more dominant win in that type of environment than we usually, than we usually see. Uh, I and the, and they put up 32 on that. It's just this team is been very is is people are underrating them people don't have faith in them people say Carson Wentz sucks but this team is a legit playoff team and this team's gonna be a scary team if they make the playoffs they have a good defense they have a good offense they're balanced all around they have uh, yeah. one of the best Raymacks in the NFL and I think he's gonna be the difference in this game I really do uh Tennessee gives up I think well would they give up how many, how many yards per carry they give up four point or four point five yards to carry, and I, yeah. I think I think Jonathan Taylor is going to run, and I think they they're going to have a way better game plan going into this game than they did the first game. And I think the Colts are going to pull it out, but it will be a fun game though. I think it will be a fun game to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but yeah, we'll move on here to uh, Eagles and Lions. We keep this one kind of short, or the next couple ones kind of short and sweet here. Uh, I got Detroit in this one. I think they're going to get their first win. I think this is a really good opponent to uh, to get their first win against. And, you know, they just play tough football, and I think they can grit out a win against the Eagles. Uh, you know, I just don't see them going – I, I just don't – like, if you kind of look at their schedule, I don't know where they can get their win at necessarily. Like, you know, they get the Steelers, Browns, Bears – Beat them up in the first game. I don't really see that happening. Uh, the Vikings, maybe Denver, Arizona, Atlanta, Seattle, Green Bay. I just don't see where they're going to get a win at, except maybe Denver here. And this game against the Eagles, and I, I, I want to say the, I want to say they're, they're going to beat the Eagles. So I, I got the, I got Detroit in this game. Okay. Um, I. I think I've got the Eagles in this one. I, I think Detroit's going to find their way eventually. I think they're going to get a couple upset wins is how I, I see Detroit getting a, probably two or three wins this season. Uh, but I've got the Eagles right now. I think the Eagles are not a bad football team. I think they can They play hard. I think Sirianni is actually done a really good job as the head coach there in Philly. And, um, yeah, I've got Philadelphia doing it. I think offensively they're going to be able to um, get going – and uh, and be able to really open the field up. So I've got Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll move on to Cincinnati at the New York football. New-, New York Jets. I was going to say New York football Jets, but that's New York football Giants. New York Jets. So, uh, yeah, let's go Cincinnati Jets. I got Cincinnati. I don't think this one's going to be particularly close with the way Cincinnati's playing. And, you know, just I just the Jets' offense is – they have Mike White in there. I just don't see much from this offense going going into this game, and Cincinnati's just been balling out. So I got Cincinnati in this one. 
No, yeah, I've got Cincinnati as well. I see Cincinnati doing honestly similar to what the Patriots did last week, putting up 30, 40, not probably 50, but 30, 40 points and really dominating this game and in a way that's probably just not even fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have another game that's probably going to be dominant. We have the Rams and Texans. I got the Rams in this one. I just don't think it's going to be a very close particular matchup this week. No, yeah, I've yeah, again, I agree with you, man. It's, it's going to be another blowout game. Like, you know, the Texans are pretty scrappy. I'll give them that. They probably hang around for like a quarter or so. But I think the Rams really um, dominate this game and, and again, put up <laughs> put up more huge fantasy numbers, um, you know, for, for all their players and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's see if Cooper Cup can continue a streak of like however, however many like 30-point games he can put up. I know, he's balling, dude. It's insane. Yeah, I think he's on track to have, like, the most fantasy points, like, in history or whatever, or about wide receiver or something like that, which is insane. But we'll uh, move on to the Patriots versus the Chargers. Houston, who do you have in this one? This is one of those hard ones again, man. I've got the Patriots. You say the Patriots? Yeah, I've got the Patriots, man. I think... I think they're they're in one of those. I think they're a good enough football team to really push for that seventh seed. And I think last week was kind of a statement, like, no, we're not just we're not the same team as the as the Jets, or we're not the same team as the Lions or the excuse me or the Eagles. Uh, don't lump us in with that kind of crap. Like, we're a playoff kind of team, and and we can hang and dominate. We can hang up fifty on anybody. Um, kind of game, and we could dominate and, and put um, the exclamation point on the game and not let up uh, kind of mentality. And I look, I know going into LA, but look, right now they still kind of they're still building that fan base up in Los Angeles for the Chargers, and um, you're gonna have a lot of Patriots fans there, in my opinion. And you're gonna have um, a, a really good defense in New England come against the Chargers offense that struggled a lot against uh, the Ravens defense. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and especially against the secondary in, in Baltimore, who's not really playing particularly well, and they were able to shut them down. Um, so it really comes down to uh, defensively, can the Patriots slow down Justin Herbert? Uh, I, mean, I think they've got the kind of formula to do so. Um, and I, I think this gets it becomes one of those, I think it's very similar to the to the Cowboys in the Chargers game early in the season, and I think the Patriots um, fit right into that Cowboys role and get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you look at last last year's game, uh, New England beat them forty five to nothing, and it was probably and it, it was by far Justin Herbert's worst performance in that game. And if you kind of look at how they won the game, one hundred sixty five yards rushing. Uh, you know, three point yards to carry, not anything too spectacular, but Damian Harris had 80 yards uh, in that game. Uh, that's how I see the New England Patriots winning this game. I do. I, I agree with you, Houston. I have the Patriots winning this one. I just think Bill Belichick knows how to stop Justin Herbert. He's very good uh, at, con- at build our game planning throughout the week, and you know this defense has just been. It's been a it's been a very good defense this year, and then you have Matt Jones has just been playing very good as a rookie. 
I, I see but, the upset. I see the upset here. I think uh, Damian Harris is going to lead the way on the ground, and Matt Jones is going to fall suit. And you know, I if things going to be like a twenty four. 21 game, 27-24 type of game. I don't think it's going to be the blowout that you saw last year. But I got the Patriots in this one. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a shocking upset for most people and I don't think it should be a shocking upset because the Patriots I think are like the Colts. They should have a better record than what their record says right now. They've had so many close games that they could have easily won. You had Miami week one. The uh, Patriots missed Philgo. And then you had the um, like on the more more recent game, the Cowboys, where they uh, where Kendrick Bourne dropped the pass and ended up being a pick six. You know, you can look at all those three of those games, three winnable games for them. They can be six and one right now. Yeah, you know absolutely. that that's how good this Patriots team is, and that's how much people are underrating them right now. And I I, I think uh, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a shocking win to some people, but I got. Uh, Especially with the betting line at five for the Chargers, uh, I got the uh, Patriots winning this one. I think it's gonna be a close game. But when we move on to Jacksonville at Seattle, um, I got Jacksonville picking up their second win of the year. I do. Okay. I got Jacksonville picking up their second win uh, over Seattle. I just the Seattle team. I don't know. They just the offense doesn't impress me that much. People are hyping up Geno Smith. You know, if you look at the last couple of weeks, like what, like what has he done too spectacularly? Really, nothing. Um, for being frank here, like he put up twenty against the Steelers, most of that in late game situation, and then put up ten against the Saints. Like I just don't see much from this offense, particularly, and I like. I think Jacksonville is going to be riding a high after their first win in however many games. And I think it's going to be a – it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's going to be a close game. But I think Jacksonville is going to pull it out. Uh, and I trust Trevor Lawrence maybe a little bit more. I think maybe Jacksonville starts to get into a groove a little bit. Some of their young guys get into a groove of like maybe trying to win games rather than losing games. And yeah, especially absolutely. against a banged up Seattle team, I can see them pulling it off. Yeah, absolutely. Who you have, Houston? No, I've got the, I've got the Jaguars as well. That was kind of one of those games where I, I see the Jaguars just um, being able to pull off an upset, quote unquote. I mean, I know the Seahawks don't have Wilson, but um, yeah, I see the Jaguars uh, really being able um, to get some offense going against this defense. I see Trevor Lawrence having a pretty solid game. Probably over 300 passing yards, a couple touchdowns, um, having a pretty big game there. And uh, I see the Jaguars kind of controlling this game. I think getting James Robinson going um, and allowing him to do what he does. You know, I think the the Saints took advantage of that with um, uh, with Avin Kamara on Monday night. And so I think the Jaguars will do the same thing and come out with a W. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So, yeah, we'll move on to the battle. Uh of uh, former Bears defensive coordinators. We got Ron Riviera versus Vic Vangio. Houston, who you have winning in the battle of the former Bears defensive coordinators? Did you say Geralt of Ron Rivera? Um, Gosh. No, we're not doing that, Houston. We haven't seen The Witcher in I don't know how long. It's been like 10 years since. Dude, that's, um, by the time that second season comes out, though, everybody's going to forget what happened in the first season. 
I know they're gonna ever, they're gonna have a mass watching of the first season. It's supposed to come out this December. But anyways, yeah, um, you don't have Washington or Denver. I got Washington. Um, I think Washington is a better team than their record. Um, now look, I, they're still two and five, right? They still got a lot of issues. Um, but Washington is better than the record. I think the Broncos are starting to reel very similar, similarly to the uh, Carolina Panthers. Um, I think Washington's defense finally clicked last week against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I think this offense is still good enough to score. They've just got to be able to finish drives, right? Um, they got to be able to finish things and put uh, put the ball in the end zone. And, uh, and so I've got Washington in this game and, uh, and, and uh, probably in a closer game in all honesty, but I think it'll be like 24-20 kind of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got Washington in this one too. I think – for me, I trust their play calling a little bit more than Denver's play calling. Uh, that's all it's going to come down to me. Uh, it just for me, as somebody who really likes Teddy, not not allowing him to push the field or push the ball down the field is absolutely it's it's annoying to watch because you know you can do it, and that that's the that's the second thing about watching Denver football is their offense. They look like they don't trust anybody on their offense. At all, and that's that's a very concerning to me. And then on the Washington end, they have full confidence in their team, and I think that's going to carry into this game. And you know, Washington's just like you said; I think they're a lot better than what the record shows. They uh, put up a great fight against uh, Green Bay. You know, we got into that into the recap. You can go listen to that on the recap uh, about that game. But it's just a it was just a unfortunate series of events for them. And then. Uh, you know they end up losing the game. So Washington's just a Washington's a good football team, and I think they're gonna they're gonna show that they're a really solid football team in this game. I think uh, I think they're gonna it's gonna be close, but they're gonna pull away at the end type of deal. Uh, yeah, so I got Washington in this one. So we'll move yeah. on to Tampa at New Orleans, Houston. Who do you have? This may come as a surprise, but I've got the Saints. Yeah, the Saints. Not not surprising yeah. to me. It's not. Yeah, I've got the Saints in, a, in an upset game. Um, you know, I think the Buccaneers are definitely vulnerable in that secondary. Defensively, you know, they've got nice pieces, but they're not the same defense they were last year, let's yeah. just be honest. And I think the Saints' defense is good enough to slow down the Buccaneers. I think the Saints are a good enough football team to make the playoffs. Um, I think Jameis Winston is, is just having more confidence. You know, I think, you know, now with the addition of Mark Ingram, that's going to be pretty – I don't know if he gets any playing time this week. But I, in New Orleans, in the Superdome, I, I see the Saints really pulling off an upset, like 27-23, like really being able to edge out a win against the Buccaneers. Um, because you got to look at the, the Buccaneers' schedule, and they're not going to lose many games. But when you play a team like the Saints, that's a playoff-caliber team, um, I, I think it's very possible that they do. So I got the Saints. I got Tampa Bay win this one. Uh, I do think it will be a close game, though. This one was a difficult game for me to take. Um and it, I don't know. It was just a uh, very, very difficult for me to pick here because you know the Saints played so well, and I don't think it was really Drew Brees that won them those games. It was more their defense did uh, last season. And then, like if you look at this year, if you look at the Seattle game, New Orleans should have that game in the bag way before that fourth quarter. A lot of drop balls. Jameis was putting a lot of things on the money. You know, he did have a couple of misreads in that fourth quarter, but I don't think they should have been in that situation to begin with. 
Uh, the one thing that's concerning to me is the Russian attack. The Russian attack hasn't really been there that year, or been been there that this year. Right. And uh, it's just a, and I think that's the one thing that scares me a little bit is I think that play action game is not going to be as effective as it you know used to be like you know the, in years previous. But I think they will put up a fight. I think it's going to be it's going to be a tough fat, or tough matchup. It's going to be a blue collar type of matchup. But you know, I got Tampa Bay pulling it out barely, maybe on a game winning field goal. But it's going to be it's going to be a fun matchup, uh, nonetheless. So we'll move on to Dallas at Minnesota. You know, I got Dallas winning this one Sunday night football. You know, I I, I just like Dallas. I think they're a little bit better of a team. Uh, Minnesota, the story, for me, the still the jury's still out on them. I think they're. A good football team, maybe a borderline borderline playoff team. I think they're very similar to the Bears, just a very different style. Where I think I trust their offense a lot. Their defense still has question marks for me. Whereas the Bears, it's the defense that's amazing, and then their offense has the question marks. But Dallas right now is just playing at another level. Uh, they feel like Super Bowl contenders. They actually feel like Super Bowl contenders, uh, and. You know, I think this will be a close game. I do. I think this will be a close game. Uh, the Vikings and Cowboys have one of the best games last year. Um, but I, I really think uh, Dallas will uh, pull this one out, and it's going to be a fun, fun matchup to watch. No, yeah, I've got Dallas as well. Um, offensively, I think they're just there's too much firepower. I see this being like 35, 24. Like, Dallas is going to continue to put up points. I think you're going to see some turnovers. Um, created by the Cowboys as well. Um, I like the way their defense is playing. Look, it's not perfect, but it's so much improved from last year that it complements uh, such a great offense um, enough. Um, so I've got the Cowboys in this game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, we'll move. Are you good to move on? Here. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll move on to Monday Night Football. We have the Giants at the Chiefs. Houston, who do you have? All right, I'm. Hmm. It's going to be one of those upset games, but I've got the Chiefs. Uh, I believe the Chiefs are still going to get back on track. Like, you've got to, right, at this point. Um, just for the simple fact, like, I mean, it's the Chiefs, man. Like, this is one of those games for them to get back on track with. They're playing a Giants team that's just not playing well. And I, I really think this is one of those kind of situations that um, they could really get back on a roll, get this offense going again, get this stuff um get this get this team back um in the right direction that that they haven't been um really all season. Yeah, and no, I have uh, I have the Giants win this one. I had the upset. I do. Uh I just for me it's it's I don't know, this the Chiefs defense is just so bad. Daniel Jones is playing the best football of his career and I just I trust this Giants team to play very sound football. You know, force Kansas City to go up the field. This has been a huge issue. I've been talking about it since last year, where they can't really go up the field unless they're getting big plays. And when they're not getting big plays, they seem to try to press stuff, and then then you get turnovers, or you just get wonky drives where you know they just don't look like a they don't look like a uh, polished football team. And you know, it's just. I don't like I I I don't know I think the Giants are just a little bit better sound 
uh, football, I think Daniel Jones is going to play a really good game in this one. It's, it's going to be a fun game to watch, so it's going to be close either way. But I, I, I trust the Giants to keep this game close enough to where they can keep it or they can win the game. Uh, but I won't be surprised if Kansas City pulls it out, though. But I think it's funny that the leading rusher on the season in this game is Daniel Jones. That says a lot about both of these teams. No, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, that wraps it up. Uh, thank you all again for listening. Make sure to like, share, you know, comment. If you have any criticism, we're always open to, uh, you know, making the podcast more enjoyable for you all to listen to. Um, yeah. Uh, make sure to follow the Twitter at SparkTalk2 and at SparkTalk on Instagram. Uh, make sure to follow Houston at VarsityGinger55 and me yeah. underscore Sparky underscore 4 on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, Houston, you got anything else? No, y'all. Um, just hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, um, you know, I hope you guys have good times with your families and whatnot. And, uh, Enjoy uh, some good football this weekend. There's some interesting games, some crucial games. Um, so I'm excited for it. Uh, um, but yeah, y'all, until next time. Peace. See ya.